This episode of News Dump is brought to you by Factor. It's been a few weeks since Ezra Miller and Warner Brothers came to terms with the reality that their lead actor, someone that entire future franchises are supposed to be held together by, had gone off the deep end and was a danger to themselves and reportedly those around them. We've been covering this saga from the very beginning, so there's no shortage of episodes for you to watch if somehow you're not caught up on all this. But Ezra started displaying some uh, violent behavior, which eventually seemed to morph into cult leader-like behavior and uh, numerous accusations of varying degrees. And despite being uh, in what appeared to be a very public mental breakdown, Warner Brothers reportedly worked with Miller throughout the year on reshoots for the upcoming Flash film, which is still scheduled for release next summer. And once the allegations and reports of Miller's more recent behavior on his Vermont property were made public, Warner reps were questioned and basically responded that the movie looks great. Can't wait for everyone to see it. But also, by the way, Ezra is going to be getting help uh, in rehab. Yeah. But so the movie looks, it's its going to blow your the mind. The most important thing, the movie, yes. is looking great. Mm-hmm. So while it remains to be seen whether or not an intervention from the movie studio will have any lasting effect on Miller, we hope it does. Yes. Uh, new information has slowly but surely been releasing regarding what, what exactly went on inside Ezra Miller's compound, as it was called, and some assumptions made about the reasons why Miller was acting in such a strange, dangerous way. Uh, Miller reportedly developed a god complex during the pandemic when productions on various projects came to a halt. Um, yeah, idle hands are the devil's dingling, after all. That's true. And this man, this person, needs a project to be working on at all times, or or uh, Homer go crazy, yeah. as they say. Good news for you, by the way. In this report, they talk uh, yeah. about the, uh, yeah, so the even friends of Miller's continually misgender. I them. found that to be uh, very interesting. Like, oh yeah, he doesn't care. Like, a win- Yeah, and said that he doesn't friends. care behind closed doors. Yeah, all these like close friends just being like, yeah, it's Ezra. He's a guy. So that that was interesting. I don't I don't want that to like diminish the no, legitimacy of, not. Yeah. of non-binary shit, but like that honestly makes sense because the way this whole thing frames it is that uh Ezra, it, was a, it was a victim complex. He well he likes yeah. that he likes social justice causes uh as in a selfish way to basically use them as a form of power over other people. It appears uh, to be that way. Yeah. I, I do want to point out that from the beginning of all of this, uh, we have both tried very hard and successfully in a lot of cases to properly uh, and not uh, address... Just, and not just because Ezra Miller will throw a chair at us if we uh, But also, it's it because wrong. if that's what they want, sure, that's yeah. fine. That shouldn't be an issue for anyone. But just going to say that uh, the friends behind the scenes were like, they don't care. And yeah. also, <laughs> we uh, misgender them all the time. So... Just putting that out. So anyway, yeah, the, you know, the excuse of, well, it was COVID. Yeah. Didn't have much else going on. I went a little crazy. So I decided to start a God complex for myself. That is not really an excuse, considering that the entire world was isolated to varying degrees over the past two years. And I'd say most people did not completely go off the deep end. Some did, though, as evidenced by any number of news stories involving Karens, unruly passengers, insurrectionists, and so on. Yeah, a lot of people did lose their minds. So. It's that vaccine. <laughs> don't don't even say, don't even joke. We can't even joke. I've, I've had three doses, and look at me. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm out of com- my damn mind. <laughs> <laughs> but while a lot of the brain damage that people suffered from, you know, over the past couple of years of this pandemic was the result of politics and culture wars, it looks like Miller's issues may have just really started after they met with a, I guess so-called medicine man who, according to Vanity Fair, would tell the actor 
that he was messianic and that demons were after him, them. I'm just going to, I'm not going to care. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, so I do have to point out here that uh, I met with and interviewed Miller in 2016, as I've brought up here. But I'm just saying that to say that even back then, he was pretty eccentric. So it would be easy for me to see how they would seek out these types of spiritual healers and be very susceptible to believe everything that's being said. This wasn't just a pandemic happens. I'm going to go completely into like this weird spiritual healing thing. No, it's uh, it's the opposite of like imposter syndrome. Uh, you know, a lot of people, they achieve levels of success and they're like, well, I mean, I'm like pretty good at this, but it's still it's ridiculous. I don't actually deserve this. Mm -hmm. It's the flip side of that where they achieve that success. And now they absolutely need to 100 percent believe that not only do they deserve all their success, um, but they are actually a messianic figure. Yes. Please tell me everything what I want to hear. Everything makes so much sense. So much more sense now that I know that I am a Messiah-like figure. Yeah, and it's also like when people do cold readings uh, of spiritual things and they just start getting things right so they yeah. aim to go that way. That's probably also... Ezra's really responding when I say all these uh, godlike things, so mm -hmm. I'm just going to keep saying that. Yeah. That's neither here nor there, but um, yes. Good for that medicine man, though. Get exactly. that money. <laughs> Get the bag. Um, it was probably just Ezra looking for a little affirmation and it went a little too far, yeah. okay? Uh, anyways, this meeting with a medicine man essentially kickstarted two very full years of worldwide chaos for Miller. And this recent Vanity Fair article quotes some inside sources who witnessed such delusions and outbursts firsthand. Links to the full articles are always down in the description, but uh, here are some excerpts from their reporting. Over the last six weeks, VF has spoken to more than a dozen people who crossed paths with Miller in recent years, some of whom worked closely or lived with the actor on the 95-acre farm in Vermont. Most sources describe Miller's spiral as a conflagration of the mental health issues the actor has acknowledged, along with drugs, guns, and outlandish claims that has raged for more than two years. They say the actor verbally and emotionally abused those around them and referred to themselves alternatively as Jesus and the devil. If you can't handle me my devil, you don't deserve me at my Jesus. And my flash. Yeah. Three people say Miller has also wrapped the superhero they play into their grandiose speechifying. The actor, says one source, was claiming that the Flash is the one who brings the multiverses together, just like Jesus. It would be funny, though, if, like, instead of that just being it's like the a... Flash on the cross. Yeah, well, uh, instead of that just being, like, some kind of, like, delusionatory or delusionary talk, uh, actually, it was, like, a plot line, and this was the one thing that made Warner take it seriously. He's, he's spoiling the movie. He's out there leaking the plot lines Shit. to people. We can't let this stand. I mean, but if you're Warner Brothers, you hear that, and like... Our actor is pretty dedicated to the role. This is That's good. I like that. We can work with that. Jared Leto, Ezra Miller, we love this method acting. Yeah. So, yeah, the report starts with the fight in Iceland uh, with a note adding that Miller's rep says the actor was baited by a group of teens about their mixed martial arts skills. Um, also, I maybe I'm wrong, but the article implied that there was actually two, two incidents. And of, one was not reported yeah, at all. It, it happened once where uh, Ezra Miller, like, tackled or chokeslammed a fan, and then a couple days later, the same thing happened again, and that's the one that was filmed. Yeah, the, the first one, it was like any other altercation, I would assume, in any other city, where it's like, yeah, he got drunk, uh, they got drunk, yeah. and like, shoved, like, there was an altercation. First time, you let it slide, hey, go sober up, you know, whatever. This person's <laughs> into choking people. Uh-huh. So, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, I, I do love the framing that Miller had uh, just no choice but to fight a bunch of teenagers, because they... They gloated about their MMA skills or something. And also, that's not what 
is in the video at all. But uh, <laughs> it was in Iceland where Miller was already being guided by Jasper Youngbear, the medicine man. Uh, Youngbear seems to have stoked Miller's outsized vision of himself. Quote, Jasper was telling Ezra that he wasn't a part of the movement, he was the movement, that he was the next messiah and that the Freemasons were sending demons out to kill him. Says a source who, like others who have been close to Miller, sometimes misgenders the actor, who is said not to insist on they, them pronouns in private. According to the insider, the actor has grown increasingly narcissistic, often choosing young people for their audience because they are more malleable. Quote, he'd talk about the metaverse, Jesus, and the medicine and how they're the Messiah and what his work is there. They say their spiritual practice is to be among the people, which means party. So when in Iceland, he was out nonstop. His favorite were raves where he'd go on benders for two or three days at a time. Sometimes Miller would extend quixotic offers to people the actor met during their travels. Says a source, he was telling these kids, you're going to be in my band and I'm going to produce your album and you can run my music studio. Whether they were visual artists, DJs, kids that were in college, or sometimes kids who might have been homeless, he would recruit them in a time of vulnerability and promise them all of these things. Nothing ever seemed to materialize. Yeah, that's pretty shitty. Yeah, like we said earlier, we're, we're not trying to go through and retouch on every single crime or incident that's taken place over the last few years. Uh, their reporting is extensive, and it adds a lot of context to everything. So be sure to check it out. But here's a few more highlights from their sources, which, by the way... Um, all of these have rebuttals from the actors' from the, reps. Uh, the actors' increasingly frustrated uh, PR crisis. That was term. actually because they said that uh, they could get them in this weird hold that's from the UFC, yeah. and Ezra was like, nah, I can get out of it. Like, it, it is a, a bunch of... A lot of, of them have really elaborate excuses, and a lot of them are basically, nuh-uh. Nuh-uh, yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, of course, there are rebuttals from the reps. You can read that in the article, and we add some in here when they're relevant, but uh, here you go. The house in Vermont contains an altar that's home to bullets, weed, sage, and flash figurines. I like that. I like that attitude, Ezra. Bring that to the set. <laughs> Miller, says a source, recently demanded that Susan Sarandon come pay tribute to their altar because she didn't invite them to a dinner party. Sources say Miller claimed to need guns for security and described several disturbing scenes involving the actor and firearms. One friend recalls Miller pulling up to meet him with an assault weapon in the center console. Another person remembers Miller burning sage out of the barrel of an AR-15 and waving it around while singing. <sighs> Late last year, Miller allegedly embarked on a meandering road trip with a small entourage, weapons, and a Kevlar vest. The article talks about how friends started bailing on Miller after the viral KKK video started to spread. Come at me. And that one person said they walked in to see Miller passed out on the floor with a bow and arrow cocked on the table and facing the door which was reportedly or apparently the only weapon Miller had access to at the time because their friends and family had previously locked away all the guns. Smart. Uh, when the two longtime friends returned to the actor's home about a week later, they say Miller had convinced their entourage to give them the safe's passcode and had restocked weapons. Quote, they had a flamethrower and all these huge AK-47s lying around, says one. There were just guns everywhere. The actor's rep says all firearms and ammunition are registered, legal, and locked in an out-of-the-way location. See, that, they they gave themselves away with that one because I don't believe you have to register guns in the state of Vermont. I don't know. I, I don't believe there's any, like, paper trail of registration for firearms Either way, in it's the a, state of Vermont. Either way, it's a, a wink, uh, you know, yeah. that says, well, yeah, he's got an arsenal, but it's all, <laughs> we promise that it is being kept I thought this was America. In the most secure way <laughs> Miller's possible. Miller's rep replied, I thought this was America. I mean, case closed. <laughs> it's it's basically the same statement. Yeah. Yeah. 
So yeah, during this low point of the, having the guns and having the guns taken away and getting the guns back, yeah. uh, Miller is said to have put their phone on speaker and begun calling people to fire them in front of a small audience. Quote, he fired every single person, starting from business people, his parents, just every single person one by one, says someone who was present. Miller seemed to enjoy the calls. Quote, he'd kind of start giggling after the person would start crying or something sociopath. They add that in early August, the actor had started working with a publicist specializing in crisis management and, quote, though Miller has interfaced with police in at least three precincts in an array of arrests, the actor's legal problems, through good luck or good lawyering, have mostly gone poop. VF has seen one non-disclosure agreement and heard of a handful of others in what three sources describe as a -a whack-a-mole style legal strategy of paying off alleged victims. Miller declined to comment. No charges were pressed in Iceland, In Hawaii, Miller paid a $500 fine after pleading no contest to a disorderly conduct charge related to the karaoke arrest as part of a plea deal where other charges were dropped. Other allegations in Hawaii about Miller hurling a chair at a woman and breaking into a couple's home, shouting obscenities and stealing a passport and other legal documents were subsequently dropped. Miller is scheduled to appear in Vermont court on September 26th for an arraignment on a felony burglary charge related to the alleged breaking and entering and theft of alcohol. Because, yeah, apparently he broke into uh, the neighbor house. Yeah. Stole a bunch of booze and was like, oh, I thought we were good friends. And the neighbor's like, I fucking hate you. You lost your mind. We haven't talked in years. I don't like being around you. You called me a demon that was hunting you down. (laughs) Oh, that was nothing. Yeah, sorry. I was in one of my uh, phases. Is this about the time that I said, uh, you know, Chinese checkers was actually invented by the Jamaicans and threw a chair at you because, you know, it happened. We've all been there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, again, uh, we... We do honestly hope that Ezra Miller gets the help that they need. Also, The Flash hits theaters on June 23rd, That's right. 2023. Uh-huh. What do you think, movie fans? Is this one going to be a hit <laughs> or a flop? <laughs> Let us know in the comments. I mean, if it is anything short of the greatest cinematic experience in the history of man. It's a DC movie. It's going to be it's, mid yeah. at best. Uh-huh. Oof. But yeah, I mean, very exciting. I think this is this can only do good things for a movie that takes place in a cinematic universe that has completely stalled out over the past three, four years. Yeah. And uh, needs all the publicity it can get, good or bad. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, it'll certainly be something to see the press tour as this. You thought, don't worry, darling, but also a WB movie, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, That was just setting the stage. Don't worry, darling, walked so that uh, The Flash could run very fast. I don't imagine Ezra Miller's going to be doing any press. Uh, I just don't see that happening. I don't know. I hope they do. but I I think it'd be great. Hey, call me whatever you want. Let's get this conversation up. Just a complete, like, lax, chill, like, it'd be awesome. Anyway, speaking of fascinating studies of human behavior, the most unlikely criminal in the world, who was at least in part responsible for stealing billions of dollars worth of crypto, will be the focus of an upcoming true crime series on Hulu. And we are, of course, talking about Razul Khan. Mm, Yes, yes. And in even better news, the series will the series will consist of reenactments and yes! <laughs> dramatizations of crypto Bonnie and Clyde's mm. capers. So that means that an actress will have to become Rosal Khan, which I honestly cannot wait to see this. Um, we're not entirely sure how anyone will be able to take these episodes seriously, despite the very real crimes that they're based on, because at some point there is going to be an episode or episodes about her self-made rap career, where we can only assume the production will have to remake these music videos in stunning detail. 
the project and the lead actress were announced this week, so here's Deadline with more. The wild story of crypto couple Ilya Dutch Lichtenstein and Heather Rosalcon Morgan is headed to the screen. Hulu is in early development on the limited series Rosalcon. Yes! The infamous <laughs> crocodile of Wall Street. Yes! From Searchlight Television. Lily Collins, who is from Emily in Paris. It's Emily in Paris. Okay, is set to start as Morgan, or is set to star as Morgan in the project. So big names right out of the gate. Okay. Uh, going from uh, Emily in Paris uh, to playing Rosalcon. Yeah. One of the worst rappers of all time. That is a insane move. The amount of talent it will require a trained actor to, uh, you know, properly emulate the complete lack of musical talent exhibited by Rosalcon. That's like Oscar worthy. I, exactly. This yeah. is this has to be just the most amazing acting in history. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> sorry, uh, Lily Collins does star as Morgan in this, and she is producing alongside Char Charlie McDowell, who is slated to direct, and Alex Orlovsky. Uh, the reporting continues. Based on the New York Magazine article, The Many Lives of Crypto's Most Notorious Couple, the series focuses on Lichtenstein and Morgan, tipped to be either the masterminds behind one of the largest heists in history or a pair of hapless wannabe entrepreneurs who somehow stumbled onto a hard drive containing $3.6 billion in Bitcoin stolen from the Bitfinex exchange. The title of the series, Razzlecon, comes from Morgan's alter ego as a YouTube rapper. Described as a character study, a love story, and a crime thriller told with humor and honesty, the series will follow Heather and Ilya as they struggle with their relationship, the pressures of sitting on stolen crypto with no easy way to make it liquid, and their aspirations in the fishbowl of the NYC tech-slash-media world. The show will be told through the eyes of the couple, as well as hackers, bankers, law enforcement agents, and friends. Lichtenstein and Morgan were arrested in February and charged with attempting to launder $4.5 billion in stolen Bitcoin. 3.6 billion of which has been seized by authorities. The couple who faces up to 25 years in prison have been in talks with prosecutors on a plea deal. So yeah, no details on the release dates, uh, still early days, but we would assume sometime early next year. Gotta fast track this. Maybe hey, before the court case is settled. Yeah, maybe get it out uh, there. a year from the date of the initial arrest. So that'd be like February-ish, yeah. I guess. Either way, this is proof that if you want to commit massive financial crimes, you should just appear eccentric and stupid. That way everyone will infantilize you so much that real punishment seems cruel. Yeah. Neither of these people is lasting a day in federal prison. No. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it, I, it, I, it's hard for me to not feel bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but they did commit the most massive financial crime you can think of. They're just so stupid and comical that I cannot believe that they acted alone uh, with, with complete malicious intent. And that's a bad assumption by me because it proves what I just like what, what you just said um, but it it's going to make for a very entertaining Hulu show I can't wait a Hulu show that I can only assume they're going to wait to release until a conviction or whatever happens otherwise they're just going to have to do that outro with you know music playing and, and the updates coming up on the screen yeah lame yeah don't want that but speaking of potentially serious serious issues that were turned into a hilarious joke once the internet got it's hands on it. Adam Levine of Maroon 5 fame has become the main character online this week for one of the worst reasons possible. But the actions have been defanged just a little bit because everyone just quickly turned his creepy and cringy DMs into nonstop memery. And the story behind the meme going viral, it isn't all that interesting or honestly shocking. Rockstar potentially cheats on partner. 
but the information made its way to the public via social media and leaked DMs. So everyone got to see the private messages of a public figure and how he flirts and how horny those DMs I'm are. Just, I'm just pleasantly relieved that he's not a cannibal. That too, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so this, it just shows that uh, despite millions of dollars and uh, platinum records and appearances on worldwide TV shows that people are just bad at flirting. They're horny as hell. Yeah. The internet has broken their brains. And uh, yeah, it's just very awkward and cringy to read. But it's also perfect as a reactionary meme. Well, not reactionary, but a reaction. Reac sorry, reaction <laughs> it's meme. It's not sorry. a right-wing meme. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. uh, the two main quotes that stood out from these leaked DMs were, I may need to see the booty. Which is just funny on its own. I may need to see the booty. Yes. And the one that went super viral with countless variations on the original screenshot was a text conversation that read, holy fuck, holy fucking fuck, that body of yours is absurd. Uh, this was immediately taken, altered endlessly, and reposted to great success. Uh, notable examples include Levine reacting this way to a photograph of Hank Hill naked with his tiny butt cheek. <laughs> uh, Levine reacting to Frank Reynolds in a leotard. Or people describing the reaction in their own personal ways, like drinking a robust Cabernet Sauvignon. Holy fuck, that body of yours is absurd. <laughs> I, uh, I like that. Uh, yeah. Then there was the, the text that read, it is truly unreal how fucking hot you are. Like, it blows my mind which was turned into a reaction meme related to actual temperatures of things, which, you know, examples like my laptop when I have more than three tabs open and Goldilocks trying the first bowl of porridge <laughs> or the endless supply of people using the reaction after biting into the first pizza roll. Yeah. You got to leave those in the microwave for five minutes. Come on. Yeah. We all know this, mm -hmm. but we all get hungry. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Adam Levine. And that, the, the skin on top of your mouth, it regenerates. Yeah. And it's you'll, also fun to peel off and throw away. You'll get it back. Uh, Levine has put out a statement, though, about the actual cheating allegations, not the memes. <laughs> hey, those are really funny. Thanks. Uh, he said that he didn't physically cheat. It was just DMs or something. I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? I don't. The memes were good. That's yeah. all I care about. Mm -hmm. Holy fucking fuck. <laughs> Ooh, so hot. <laughs> I but, may need to see the booty. Uh, the one, like, real fucked up thing that was alleged out of this was that at some point, whether serious or not, Levine had claimed that he was going to name... His child after the woman yeah, who his, he was like his, thirsting his after? His wife was pregnant and he's like, I'm going to name my my daughter after you. I hope... That's <laughs> very weird. Sick shit. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, we do have more news coming up for you in just a second. But let's thank today's sponsors first. Uh, starting with... Or, well, it's just Factor. It's Factor. Thank you, Factor. What do you think of when you think of fall? If what comes to mind for you is a packed schedule, good news. Factor's ready-to-eat meal delivery will keep you fueled up and feeling good no matter how crazy your days and nights get. Whether you need a quick lunch or a nutritious meal that's ready in minutes, Factor makes it easy and it's cheaper than takeout. That's a serious fall win. Factor is the perfect mealtime solution for an on-the-go lifestyle. Their fresh, never-frozen meals are delivered, ready to heat and eat in two minutes, so I can fuel up fast and get on with my day. Factor now offers 30-plus meals per week and 36-plus add-on options like smoothies, juices, snacks, and more to keep me going no matter what's on the schedule. Factor is cheaper than takeout, seriously, and thanks to their commitment to ingredients with integrity, you can actually feel good about what you're eating every day. Uh, when things get extra busy, Factor is flexible. Change your order up every week with plans from 4 to 18 meals per week or pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Not only does Factor offer fast, simple solutions when I need them most, they also help me stay on top of my goals when it's hard to carve out time. With offerings like Protein Plus and Keto, I can stay on track without a lot of extra work. 
Factor has endless options, however you like to eat. Choose from keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and protein plus to get chef crafted, dietitian approved recipes you'll look forward to every time. Not only do Factor meals save me time, they also keep me satisfied. Mm. Uh, last night I had risotto and goat cheese with caramelized onions and carrots. Something I would have never picked out for myself, oh, wow. but uh, I had it delivered uh, Factor this week and honestly, big fan. Damn. Big fan. Damn. I like goats for many reasons now. Factor equals free time. Instead of spending those precious hours after you get home hustling around the store and the kitchen, they'll deliver ready-made meals right to your door, eliminating all that meal planning, prep, and cleanup time. So head to go.factor75.com slash newsdump130 and use code newsdump130 to get $130 off across six boxes. That is code newsdump130 at go.factor75.com slash newsdump130 for $130 off. Sponsor link is down in the description, so just click it to make it easy. Good meals, though. All right, back to the news now. And if for some reason you hadn't noticed, the state of New York has filed a $250 million lawsuit against Donald Trump referencing staggering amounts of fraud in their basis for the suit. Uh, this is now a new high point in just one of the many legal battles that Trump, his businesses, and his family have been involved with recently. Yeah. Uh, we're just going to get straight into the details of this and assume that you know the background since we've been covering all these cases for weeks now. The, mm -hmm. the lawsuit and the reporting touches on most of it anyway. Here's the New York Times. The lawsuit accuses Trump, the Trump Organization, and three of his children, Trump Jr., Eric, and Ivanka, of business fraud and misrepresenting their finances for personal gain. It also names Trump's longtime chief financial officer, Alan Weisselberg, who recently pleaded guilty to tax crimes, and Trump Organization controller, Jeffrey McConaughey. It seeks to recover $250 million and severely restrict the defendants from conducting business in the state moving forward. James also said at a news conference that she was referring the matter to the Internal Revenue Service and the Justice Department's Southern District of New York for potential criminal prosecution. Ooh. Yeah, so the outlet then focuses on more takeaways from this filing, which include Trump's attempts to inflate the value of his assets. In one instance, it says Trump claimed money held by Vornado partnership interests as his, even though he owned only a 30% partnership stake and had no ownership interest. The lawsuit says this increased Trump's claimed liquid assets by between $14 million and $93 million, depending on the year, thereby often constituting a considerable portion of Mr. Trump's reported liquidity. The reporting also lists out potential crimes Trump may have committed, including engaging in repeated fraudulent or illegal acts, falsifying business records, issuing false financial statements, and potential insurance fraud. The report also points out that the lawsuit specifically names Trump's kids, Eric, Don Jr., and Ivanka. And little Baron. <laughs> not Baron, but accused each of them uh, of taking part in the scheme and listing specific details for each member of the family. Look out, Baron. It, it, speaking of like inadvertently infantilizing things, anytime Trump's children, yeah, Trump's children are being railroaded right, by children. these children. Uh, also, in a quick update to that FBI search of Mar-a-Lago, last time we spoke about all that, a special master was designated. A thing most of us didn't uh, know. A phrase was I didn't know existed. Special master, mm -hmm. and it would be that special master's job to review the seized documents, figure out if any of them were privileged, despite the DOJ already doing this. Mm -hmm. 
Well, it looks like this special master might backfire on Trump, too, because so far, the, this very special master has committed to a rapid review process instead of drawing everything out and has asked for proof of allegations against the FBI and DOJ from Trump and his lawyers. Proof that has yet to materialize because it almost certainly doesn't exist. Yeah, even the special master is like, um, you know how they, you said that they planted evidence? Okay, do you have any evidence that they did that? Because mm. I need to know. Mm, who, who's a special master? Who's who's my special master? So uh, once again, Trump is running out of options, and even the legal strategies that may have worked in the past, they're all backfiring. There is a very real possibility that we see Donald Trump indicted, and it appears as though his legal team is already bracing for it. What happens after that? Literally unprecedented. No I don't idea. fucking know. No idea. No president has ever been in this much fucking trouble. 2023... <sighs> Every year gets worse. But 2023, we already have the guaranteed recession because they just bumped uh, bumped it up by another 75 basis points. It's been happening. So 2023 equals recession. Donald Trump potential uh, criminal trial or in, at the very least indictments. Uh, also, same year, Donald Trump announces running for president amidst all of this. Ezra Miller does a press tour for The Flash. The Flash is released. Uh, you also have Rosal Khan's court case. There's, there's a lot. A lot happening. A lot happening. Stay alive. Yes, I will have. I, I am looking forward, and I am seeing a lot more wrinkles in my future. So we need to get on this VTuber thing. If you're a 3D modeler out there, yeah, turn us into permanently young VTubers. Thanks. And while we're talking about Floridians, oh, there yeah. is there is no one who could have timed their entrance to the streaming scene better than U.S. Representative Matt Gates of Florida, who is currently embroiled, of course, in his own legal drama regarding, among other things, alleged sex trafficking of a minor. Mm -hmm. Not only was this a horrible week for Twitch in general, thanks to the gambling protests, watch our previous video. Yeah. Uh, there's also the drama and serious allegations that spawned out of the gambling thing, the updated revenue split, which basically a, a large pay cut for the platform's biggest streamers. And of course, the bombshell report from Bloomberg, which laid out all the ways that pedophiles use the live streaming platform to interact with children. Horrific stuff all around. Especially that last one, I'll, I'll say that. Yeah. Which is odd, because of all weeks yes. that Matt Gates would pick to announce his big plans to hang out with kids online. It had to be this one. Had to be this one. Bit strange. Uh, so anyway, here's the post. I'm joining Twitch to bring my America First message to a new generation of viewers. Twitch will join the lineup of platforms I live stream on, including Rumble, Getter, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Subscribe! So obviously there were no shortage of tweets, not only pointing out the suspicious timing of the announcement, but also taking advantage of this time to dunk on Gates and call out Twitch for allowing this on their platform. Here, here's a great tweet from Iffy. Bro said, where can I talk to the most 14-year-olds? <laughs> uh, but it was, it was Hassan who got the best shot at Gates because after quote tweeting Gates and adding, this is certainly what we needed on the platform, Gates then quote tweeted Hassan and said, I agree. Thanks for tuning in, Hassan. Don't forget to subscribe. So this quote tweet means that Hassan's profile and original tweet show up in Matt Gates's tweet that he sent out to everyone that follows him, either ironically or otherwise. So Hassan did a very simple little troll here. Classic move. Yeah, changed his profile name on Twitter to read Gates Pedo FBI Investigation. And that name, at least when we filmed this, still appears on a tweet being promoted by Gates himself. Truly masterful work in the art of trolling, because trolling is a art, after all. It is a art. 
Anyway, I swear we had some entertainment news around here somewhere. Yeah. I mean, we did talk about The Flash, but... The Flash is entertainment. Here's something. You can buy and listen to audiobooks on Spotify now. Hooray. Here's The Verge. At launch, the feature functions much like a traditional audiobook service requiring users to buy each book they want to listen to. But the company has teased more unique business models that could come in the future and look more like the freemium approach listeners have become used to with music and podcasts. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Users in the U.S. can buy individual audiobooks from a library of 300,000 titles at prices set by publishers similar to Apple Books. Listeners can browse and sample audiobooks in the app, and once they select a title they want to buy, they will be directed off-app to make the purchase. This is different than the credit system used by Audible and Audiobooks.com, in which subscribers pay a flat fee of $14.95 a month for a credit that can be applied to any audiobook in its library, regardless of retail price. However... Nir Zickerman, head of audiobooks at Spotify, says the current model is just a starting point. But if your library has the Libby app, um, you never have to pay for audiobooks ever. And I haven't. Yeah, I've been interested Look in it. Look into it. Uh, you might have to wait, but you just put it on the list yeah, and forget it, about like, it. So some, someone can check out the audiobook. Yeah. And then you just have to, it's, it's like all, a, a it's, queue, it's right? It's a virtual queue. So the, the LA Public Library has a certain number of licenses for books, audiobooks, um, even movies, but that's like different apps do that. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, so you join a virtual queue and then you just get a notification on your phone when the queue's up. So usually if a book like just came out, like I added the uh, the audiobook from that former uh, Nickelodeon actress. Oh, yeah, yeah. Her memoir. Jeanette McCurdy? Yeah. So like when I added that, it's like at first it was like 50 week wait. <laughs> yeah. Which was, you know, demoralizing. But I knew that people would drop it from their queue. Or uh, and, and here it's a real page turner. They yeah. probably just so burned I, right I'm through it. Now, uh, this was like a month ago I added that. Now I'm due to get it any day now. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I've had to wait a while for like certain stuff, but usually once you fill up your queue, like it's usually 15 books, like you always have something ready to read. And yeah. there's lots of other stuff that has no weight at all. I'm a Bezos boy. I've been yeah, on Audible are. for a very, very long time. So You're it just, a very special master. It, uh, it just, it, hey, look, it works for me. I like... Uh, I like it. I, I could easily switch, I guess, yeah. but uh, it's great. Like it's very the, convenient. The uh, uh, yesterday or this week, uh, Meme Wars was released as an audiobook, which oh. is uh, uh, I'm only like two or three chapters in, but it's very good. Uh, audiobook. It's I, I man. Recently, I've read a bunch of books written by people who are not should not be old oh. old, but the audiobooks are read by older people oh. and they mispronounce yeah, things. That's weird. Uh, like internet lingo, and that's the case mm. here too. But it's a great so far. A, uh, it's another one of those like modern history retellings where it's like just live through this, but why not? Let's crack open and see yeah. what it looks like condensed. So, so this is basically from the start of Occ Occupy Wall Street to now, mm. and how the meme wars have played out over the years. Um, but yeah, the audiobook narrator calls Pepe the Frog Peep for some reason. Oh, I know, I know, I know, geez. I know. Good book though. Wow. Anyways. Uh, yes, I do use uh, Audible, but uh, with the Spotify thing, Spotify is really good at uh, following artists playing music in a simple, easy way. Uh, I have I know that they've debuted video playing on there. I've never used it, and I even sampled like an audiobook thing on there. And I was just like, the options that come and probably the library app, but the options that are specific with like the Audible app for books are so much more mm -hmm. detailed than what you're going to get with Spotify. Playback speed. Uh, the one thing that I would appreciate yeah. is like, look, Spotify, you want to nudge your way into this game? Do like every other streaming service and uh, 
give things away so that you get people hooked. So like if the Spotify premium membership came with one free book a month, well, then I would probably switch services. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm not going to pay full price on Spotify when I can get it for a guaranteed $14 a month on Amazon the day it comes out. Mm. Plus, I can listen to 1984 for free as part of their Audible library. Anytime I need a refresher. Yeah. Wait, is this actually like 1984? Anytime the world starts to feel like it's turning into James Orwin's 1986, (laughs) you can pop that audiobook on and just check. You're like, okay, yes, it is turning into that. Does the do, do you get different uh, narrators on? Is it or is it the same? Like, do only certain people read certain books? Because like, uh, they're all official uh, uh, releases from the publishers. Okay, so. I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah. Plus, I get to support my local library. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, that's it for uh, this this week. We did have more stories that kind of would have fit in on news dump, but like they were so weird that it would be just doing a disservice to not hold on to them for weekly weird news. So uh, be sure to stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, yesterday's video we talked about, I'm sure you're very curious if you haven't already watched it, about all of the the Twitch and Amazon drama that's been happening this week. Um, And the gambling stuff is just the tip of the iceberg. They're also Amazon, the parent company, some dangerous things they're selling. Very dangerous. <laughs> so check out that video, including our video from earlier this week over here. Uh, be sure to subscribe. Thank you to the 5,000 people that are going to like this video. We appreciate you. Uh, and thanks for just, thanks for watching. Leave a comment and stay tuned for Weekly Weird News. Bye. Bye.